0: Hi boys and girls and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut. And today we'll be talking about Hebrews 9.27, how it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this the judgment. So come along and join us. The other day, my little brother saw this man standing outside of a store, and he said to me, That man is going to die. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) What's so funny about that, Joey?
1: Joey, death is extremely serious, and it's not something to laugh about, especially as most people who die will end up in hell. Unless the Lord returns first, we're all going to die.
0: I guess they never thought about it like that, Mr. G. As a matter of fact, my mom has been teaching him just that, that each person is going to die unless God returns first.
1: Well, we must never underestimate what children can understand about the Bible. Wonderfully, God is the one who reveals truth.
0: Actually, I think my mom tried to explain to him that we never know when anyone is going to die. It could be any of us at any moment. And I remember her quoting... Oh, uh, oh yes, Hebrews nine twenty seven, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Your mom is right, Peanut. We have no assurance of our very next breath, but this verse is actually speaking about spiritual death and the judgment it brings.
1: I know I've used this analogy before, but do you children ever wonder? What keeps your heart beating?
0: I haven't thought a lot about that, Mr. G.
1: Well, it is God who keeps our hearts beating every single second.
0: And I guess if God keeps our heart beating, He can also stop it at any time. Right, Mr. G?
1: Yes, God has a precise time for each of us to die. Just as we were born at a very precise time, unless we are still here when Christ returns.
0: Won't people be alive when God comes back, Mr. G?
1: Yes, Lizzie. God says in Matthew 16:28, Verily I say unto you, There be some standing here which shall not taste of death, till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom.
0: Isn't the Lord's return far, far away? It seems like he won't come back for thousands of years.
1: Actually, Lizzie, we are living in a time now when it seems like God's second coming is very, very near.
0: What? Are you sure?
1: Yes, Joy. The Bible tells us we are near the end of the world. God gives warnings that His coming is near. You can read Matthew 24 or Mark 13 to find more information.
0: Doesn't God relate Judgment Day to Noah's flood, Mr. G?
1: That's a really good tie-in, Peanut. Matthew 24... 37-39 to 39 says, But as the days of Noe were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noe entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be."
0: What does this have to do with Hebrews nine twenty seven?
1: Well, I guess we got off on a tangent, Joey. Isn't it amazing that you can go on so many bunny trails whenever you study the Bible?
0: What are bunny trails?
1: Oh, that's just another way of saying tangents. When you're trying to study one particular topic in the Bible, you find yourself going in a completely different direction with another biblical idea.
0: Oh, I see what you mean now. We've done that before.
1: Well, Joey, this is how we learn. Here a little, there a little, as we read in Isaiah 28, 10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. But here we are on another tangent. So let's get back to your good question, Joey. You asked, what does God's second coming have to do with Hebrews 9, 27? and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Can any of you tell me?
0: Hmm, that last part of the verse does have the word judgment in it. Does that tie in, Mr. G.?
1: Well, let's look at the verse more closely. As I said, this verse is actually speaking about spiritual death and the judgment it brings, and that definitely ties into Matthew 24, which is speaking about events leading up to Judgment Day, including the fact that judgment has already fallen on all the churches and denominations.
0: I've heard that teaching before in 1 Peter 4, right, Mr. G?
1: Yes, 1 Peter 4, 17. Can you read that, Peanut?
0: Sure. 1 Peter 4, 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God, And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God?
1: God is warning of his judgment, Peanut, by starting with his own house first. Then he will judge all the unsaved on the last day. They will have to stand before God, the great judge, and they will be found guilty, since they don't have a Savior. Then God will send them to hell forevermore, where there is weeping, and gnashing of teeth, and where the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever, as we read in Revelation fourteen ten through eleven. Can you read that, Joey?
0: Sure, Mr. G. Revelations fourteen ten through eleven. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture, into the cup of His indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Wow! It's so important to make sure we are truly saved, while there is still salvation, and while we are still alive.
1: You're entirely correct, Peanut, This is the greatest issue any of us have to face. Just think of how great God's mercy is. He tells us that we can cry unto Him, and we can read His Word, since faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, according to Romans 10.17. We've also learned from the Bible that God alone has to give us a broken and contrite heart. He has to break us, because by nature, all of us are spiritually dead and totally incapable of getting right with God on our own. Why don't I read the words to our hymn, That Day of Wrath, and then we'll listen to it in the van. Mrs. G and I will treat all of you to some ice cream.
0: Great! Yippee! That sounds like a great idea, honey.
1: Now I'll read the words to this hymn, That Day of Wrath, That Dreadful Day. WHEN HEAVEN AND EARTH SHALL PASS AWAY. WHAT POWER SHALL BE THE SINNER'S STAY? HOW SHALL HE MEET THAT DREADFUL DAY? WHEN SHRIVELING LIKE A PARCHED SCROLL, THE FLAMING HEAVENS TOGETHER ROLL, WHEN LOUDER YET AND YET MORE DREAD SWELLS THE HIGH TRUMP THAT WAKES THE DEAD. O, ON THAT DAY, THAT WRATHFUL DAY, WHEN MAN TO JUDGMENT WAKES FROM CLAY, Be thou the trembling sinner's stay, though heaven and earth shall pass away.
2: Play. Be thou a trembling sinner, stay. No heaven and earth shall pass away. No heaven and
0: God shall pass away. Mr. G., one of my favorite verses is Lamentations. 3 22 and 23 it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness
1: that is a very comforting verse peanut and our only hope whereby we can escape hell <laughs>
0: Are you children all okay? Yes, but what happened? What happened is that we spun halfway around. We were in the middle of the freeway facing oncoming traffic. All those cars actually stopped. They had been any closer to us, they might not have had time to stop.
1: And I can't believe that tractor-trailer actually hit us like that. I'm sure the driver didn't see us. Here comes a police officer. Okay, glad to see all of you safe and wearing your seatbelts. We you had someone looking out for you. Thank you, officer. But that was the Lord who spared us. Officer, can I give you one of these? It's a Bible tract. I know you probably can't read it now, but maybe on your free time. Thanks. I'll read it on my next break. A wise person pays attention to God's word. Thank you. Thanks again, officer, for all your help. You're welcome and drive safely. Well, it looks like
0: we've come to the end of today's program. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible, and outreach of Bible Ministries International, and in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621-USA.
1: May God richly bless you with his salvation.
0: Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!